0: not all superheroes wear capes, jump over buildings, or hail from Wakanda. And if you're near downtown Atlanta, you might run into some non-traditional superheroes known as the Wonder Dogs. The nonprofit works with at-risk kids by rescuing dogs in the neighborhood. Data from the Atlanta Humane Society reports that 70 million homeless animals are in the U.S. Only one out of every 10 dogs finds permanent homes, and the Wonder Dogs have rescued about 400 of them. Gracie Hamlin is founder of the program. She joins me in the studio with more about the organization. Gracie, thank you so much for coming in.
1: Thank you, Virginia. I am so honored to be here. Well, I thought you might bring some dogs. I
0: brought you a picture <laughs> of a dog. <laughs> she brought me a beautiful, beautiful picture that one of the kids made. In fact, just tell us, what do, what do you do? How do kids, dogs, how does this all pair together?
1: What I've done is I, I've taken some kids that were really had nothing to do uh, and I saw a need for animals running all over our neighborhoods. And I've been rescuing dogs for 15 years. Kids save dogs, dogs save kids. So I gave them an opportunity to help me with these dogs. And, did you know, you, how did this even all start? Uh, basically, it was a, a sp- spring day. I was outside gardening, and I saw a pack of kids crying, little babies, young ones from seven to nine. And it's in me to ask, you know, what's wrong? And they said there was a gang jumping them, and I... My military, my whatever in me got, jumping and check out what was going on. And sure enough, there was an encircled of a gang cheering seven-year-olds to fight. Oh. It reminded me of a dog fighting ring. It was the most heartbreaking thing I've ever seen. And after that, it didn't get better. I just started seeing so much anger and frustration uh, in the kids. And they had rightfully, because there was nothing to do. They were bored. And they weren't being challenged, and I'm seeing these brilliant minds going to waste. But at the same time, I'm seeing all these discarded animals, and I'm starting to see what the pattern of this community. Why are they all being ignored? How can I help one and, and save another? I don't where know where do what you live, is. by the way. We're uh, well. When I started, program it's in Peoples Town. Mm-hmm. Now we're in uh, Parkinson Park. Uh, we are moving to Lakewood next. We're in the areas that are considered shadows of Atlanta. Yeah. you know. And there are, sadly, way too many stray dogs uh, in our communities, just as there are so many stray kids without anything to do. So I thought, well, it would be really cool these kids are saving these dogs. I'm going to save a lot more dogs. By the time we're four years into this program, we're now looking at, holy cow, these kids are really going to save these animals, but they're growing to become such compassionate, empathetic leaders because they're learning so much about caring for these animals, caring for each other. They become a, a family within this program. So you find street dogs and you kind of pair them with kids? What do they do? Do they walk them, feed them? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. So uh, it's, it's easy. Kids naturally want to save something. And in our neighborhoods, it's really easy to find strays running around. So they run to the house with a dog and we get really excited. We check for microchip. We We check the community, see if somebody lost a dog. And we quickly network to basically get the dog out. And Um, Then they start socializing. That was the really cool part is to see, you know, um, the animal and the child loving each other, uh, taking pictures, marketing that dog as needing a home. But at the same time, the kids were teaching, training them, feeding them, housing them, sheltering them, cleaning up after them, washing them, grooming. And the kids are building dog houses. Eventually with the center, we'll have so many dog houses that people will know where to go to for a free dog house. And we've had dog houses stolen, even though they're free. how do kids find you? Uh, word of mouth. These kids, uh, they all want an opportunity, and especially we have jobs. These kids are not just learning to take care of animals. They're learning how to create an opportunity for themselves. So they see that they're making money. they come over and uh, ask for an opportunity. So you can pay them? Yeah, we pay. We they On top of rescuing dogs, because we're entrusted in the community by helping the animals, they trust us also with their lawns. So I give a kid a, a lawnmower. They go and cut their neighbor's yard. The, um that kid also gives uh, cuts the senior's yard. So it, it's a way to... The community sees what relationships we're building. We're encouraging them to do the right thing, but also be paid a little bit because we got to be honest. We're talking about kids who don't have very much. And the thing that's going to keep them going is is survival. Can you tell us about some of the children specifically that you work
0: with or a connection that you've seen between kids mm. and a dog? Uh, the kids
1: are all just beautiful. I think that all kids have the ability to love and want to be loved and, and want to share that. And um, the boys, especially my program, James, Gary, Garyon, Canigel, these kids in that environment they can be pulled away from what they want to do, which is be nice and be sweet. Um, but with this program, they have that choice. You know, they can, cho- okay, do, do I go the hard route or do I go the nice route? That's what I'm seeing with these kids.
0: Gracie Hamlin is with me. She's the founder of Wonder Dogs. That's an organization in Atlanta that works with at-risk kids and stray dogs. Well, let's hear from one of your volunteers. Here is James. He's reading from an essay on why he became a member of Wonder Dogs.
1: The reason I want to be a Wonder Dog is so my skills can get better at home with my dog. Another reason is I want to be a Wonder Dog so I can help dogs and he helps. I want to make all bad dogs good dogs and i want all dogs to be successful in life another reason is that i don't want to join street games and become a game member and get murdered
0: wow so he was 10 years old when he read that yeah now 16 yeah wow to see that and and to say uh, uh, you know, good dogs, bad dogs. Yeah, that is such a great comparison. Like, exactly. if you leave a dog out and don't give it attention, what happens to it? Yep. So, all right. So, you're talking about kids adopting dogs. What are some of the responses you get from
1: parents? You know, they don't want a dog coming home necessarily. No, the, the dogs come to my house. So, all yes, we do there? not. Yeah, we do not encourage them to take dogs home. Um, the parents are very happy because the kid is engaged, involved, and busy. Uh, these kids. The, the day is full of things to do. So with this uh, this volunteer work goes beyond managing and caring for dogs. What other ways are you working with the community? Well, we're addressing the public safety. So that's the most exciting part that I'm in right now. We basically are now working with law enforcement. Councilwoman Carla Smith and I and Animal Law Source have started the Animal Cruelty Task Force. And that, to me, is the most important part of our work right now because we're addressing the, the challenges we're facing in Atlanta with the animals isn't just about dogs. It's about public safety and what you're missing when you're turning your head to the cruelty and neglect of our communities. And uh, when I joined the military, I wanna be a police officer. And police officers always learn, well, try to learn the link of violence. Link of violence says that people who hurt people really just start by hurting animals. So I started using that more and seeing more of the hurting of the, the animals in our communities and seeing that this practice has gone on too long and people are not paying attention to when you start ignoring the neglect and abuse of an animal, what else are you missing? So it took a a fight. But um, I had to make the city understand that animals are not just for crazy animal lovers. It's about looking at public safety in a totally different aspect. It's putting, when you're looking at problems and solutions, be inclusive. That means include the animals. How is the treatment of our animals affecting our community? And I'm back again to my inspirational leader Gandhi, you know, you can be uh society can be judged by the treatment of the animals. I used that in Atlanta when I started seeing this this is not the work I wanted to be doing, but I'm inspired by what I've learned and how much we can do to help these communities.
0: What have you learned? You talked about the inspiration you these kids teach you. What what is it that they're teaching you?
1: <laughs> uh they are teaching me that When we teach kids about anything is possible, it really does mean that. You know, We teach kids that, look, you go out there, you set your goals, you set your dreams, and you can do it. But as adults, I start seeing that that kind of becomes not truth. We start having agendas and other ideas that are guiding us, and yet we're telling our kids to be honest and be truthful and go after your dreams. So these kids have taught me that you really have to be honest and you have to be compassionate and you have to keep the values that your parents are teaching you in your life. So the things that we are teaching these kids about the love for animals and community and service, it's gonna become now making these kids global thinkers. We're thinking not only is our local service to the animals, we're thinking about the impact we're having from the trash that we throw on our streets, where it ends up, how it affects the oceans. We teach everything that Wonder Dogs learn is that every choice that I make has a cause and effect. And do I wanna have a positive impact on my world? And, and, and be relevant. You know, these kids don't realize they are very relevant in their world. And I'm so excited to share that with them. The, now the nonprofit, the Wonder
0: Dogs, mm. is, is currently fundraising $500,000 through Georgia Cares to create this new headquarters that you were talking about in Fulton County. So a couple things here. Are you leaving the neighborhood behind if you go to this new location?
1: Uh, we hope not. We are keeping our partners. We, we are keeping our kids. We are uh, going to figure out a way bicycles. There's so many nonprofits along our way that we can create transportation, bridging opportunities for all kids to come to the center. And I, I hope it does come true. Do you have plans to expand outside of Atlanta? If we can prove the success, you know, from the safety of the community standpoint, I believe that we can take this program anywhere and everywhere. Victoria Stillwell is on our board and she's always talking about it in England. And England is always telling us, we want to see you here. So people are always asking that this work go farther and it should go farther because the issues are national. The kids they are saving local animals, but we are looking at the situation in our world and to be able to start them at young, thinking about empowering them at a young age about saving the animals locally. Imagine if everybody took that to heart and started saving their animals locally. How much it would blossom in a community? Yeah. How do we do? We even know how many stray dogs there are out there
0: all over the world. Well, you talked about how you know kids are this resource that is getting untapped and sort of left behind, and a lot of people want to do something about that. You've done it. You're
1: talking the talk, walking the walk. So
0: for somebody else to. Uh, there is listening and wants to help, what can they do? Uh,
1: you mean locally? Yeah. Start with your backyard. A lot of us see that dog chained on the street and, and you're, you, know, you want to help. Knock on that door. Meet your neighbor. You know, say, hey, can I help you? Don't approach it as a a problem. See an opportunity to meet your neighbor and offer them resources. I'm kind of imagining you walking down the street with a bunch of kids and a bunch of (laughs) like -hmm. the Pied Piper. Yeah, that's what they call me. (laughs) I'm not sure I like that story. It was so weird. (laughs) Yeah, it ends badly.
0: (laughs) But I want to thank you so much, Gracie Hamlin, for speaking with us. So nice to be here. Gracie Hamlin, she is the founder of Wonder Dogs. You can find more about the organization, including their fundraising campaign, at gpbnews.org. You're listening to Atomic Dog by George Clinton. You're invited to join every On Second Thought conversation. You can go to our Facebook group, GPB Radios on Second Thought. We're on Twitter at OST Talk. You can follow us on Instagram at GPB News or email us at onsecondthought@gpb.org. at gpb.org.
1: Three
0: one Second Thought is produced by Amelia Brock, Leighton Rowell, and The Raven Taylor. Jesse nicewanger is our engineer. Don Smith, our Dean of Grammar. Amy Kiley is senior producer. Sarah Shariari is managing editor of news for GBB. Our interns are Allison Kraussman and Jake Troyer. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Virginia Prescott. <laughs>